whole life. So put up with the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So put up with the art, that's why I'm so nice. Like, what's going on, everybody? This is Jake. The Mississippi Superman Reeves, and I'm here with my homeboy, my brother from another mother, Wes, the Armadillo Wrangler Dunham. And what's going on, everybody? We're excited to be here. Tyler is out with them shits. He got that stomach bug. He didn't believe he could make the drive here without shitting on himself. It's probably a smart move, though. And also, I am down with them poopers. Yeah, I hope I don't get it. It's a fact. I, I'm i not throwing up or anything, and so I just I didn't feel that without throwing up that it was and, and I think Tyler might be throwing up, actually. Yeah. He's got, like, the stomach virus. I don't have a stomach virus, but for the second time in my adult life, and for the third time in my adult life, prospectively yesterday and today, I have shit my pants as an adult. <laughs> so... That's what I'm dealing with. That's what my life's dealing with right now. I don't know how y'all are doing, but I've shit my pants two out of the three times of my adult life within the last 36 hours. How far away from home were you? Uh, I was at home one of the times. Okay, so that's, that, that's The good. first time I was at home. I was at home on my recliner the first time. It was the first diarrhea episode I had. So it was before I had started having diarrhea. At this point, I did not know that the, right. the shit the shenanigans, if you will, <laughs> had begun. You like that? Shenanigans. Can't use it for a short or anything, but it is funny. Uh, maybe a bleep. Uh, that's just an idea <laughs> for y'all to, when you go back and watch this, um, or when I go back and watch this. Uh, but I shit my pants the first time, and I go to the bathroom, and uh, you, you want me to get real gross? I don't know. <laughs> Are y'all something that happened? Yeah, go ahead. So I went to the bathroom, and uh, I realized I had shit in my pants. Excuse me. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't think any got on my underwear. I think it was just a little bit. <laughs> I don't think any got, got on my underwear. So I was looking at my underwear, and I put my hand down there, and I felt in my underwear, and it didn't feel, like, very wet or anything. So I'm like, oh, I think I'm good. So just to make sure, I grabbed my underwear, and I bring it up to <laughs> smell it. And I brought it too close to my face, and it touched my nose. And guess what? It was in my underwear. So at that point, I had shit both on my hand and on my face. And I was just like, any hope of not taking a shower after this dump is completely out of the window. This is a pre-dump shower. And now you're mad now, too. Yeah, actually, I thought it was funny. I got shit on my face. Diarrhea poop. On my face, and I thought it was pretty funny. That's so gross. <laughs> yeah, this episode's probably going to get taken down just from this story. Probably. But, um, <laughs> yeah, then today we were actually – here's the thing. I'm what you call a – let me put the glasses on. <laughs> Bowler. And uh, I have not taken a day off. I haven't taken off any meals. I'm just eating exactly as like I normally would right. on the weekend. Like I'm not – I'm not letting diarrhea tell me what I can and can't eat, cuz. No, it doesn't okay? run the show around here. Your boy, your boy makes his own decisions, and if you're not going to make me get real sick and vomit, I'm just going to keep eating and just letting it run out the back end. Nice. Um, problem with that plan is, though, is I'm starting to get real sore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I need to take a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. What up, what up, Innocent Joe? See, I told you, we moved it today at 4. What up, um, what up, what up though? So, yeah, I just, I think I need to go on a fast or something, start eating some 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 chicken noodle soup and some crackers, because your boy, I mean, dude, I've, 
Well, I've been putting down numbers. When did this start? Yesterday? Yesterday, about, about 10 a.m., 11 a.m. So, I said within the thir- last 36 hours just to give myself that few-hour window. But yeah. It'll run its course soon. Yeah, I'm hoping so. So, yeah, we've been – Tyler's at home with the stomach bug. I'm here shitting my pants nonstop. But I made I made a post today, boy, where I was like in, in the group, and I was just like, can't stop me because – you can't yeah. stop me. See, like David Goggins is all like, I run hundred mile uh, uh, races, and 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 then I drown myself seventeen times because because comfort's the enemy. And I, like I have my own version of that where it's like, man, I'm so dedicated that I go to work when I'm shitting my pants sometimes. I'll be there. <laughs> you I'll know, be there. like that's my thing. That's my legacy. Okay, that's my legacy. Got to be there. Is be that's there. right. I get. I come to work. When I need to go to the bathroom, you know, if I was throwing up, I wouldn't be here. But now that's, I guess, if Tyler and his his boy are throwing up, yeah, that's that's a smart, yeah. that's a smart, smart play, yeah, smart play for sure. It's and tough I, when you I got can't it. believe I, me and him wouldn't have the same thing because the last time I saw Tyler was at this time last week. So right. I've not seen him at all during the week at all. It was two different ones, so it's got to be Ooh, two different strands. Y'all swapped them and then you went. Ooh, Ooh, that'd be that terrible. Suck. That'd be terrible. Woo, man, I don't know if my tummy can handle another about. With just the shits, you know, my my, know. my my booty hole, my booty hole is. I mean, it's like a it's like a flaming hot Cheeto down there. Yeah, oh, that's bad. Like it's <laughs> like it's bleeding. Like it's bad. Like it's real bad. Like I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> you like go take a cold plunge. Yeah, I'm telling you, I really do. I need a cold plunge in something. God, you man. know what I mean? Like I need a I, I need an ice pick, but not an ice pick, a pick of ice. Like I need one of them little long, uh, skinny <laughs> when they dripping out the side of the house ice t- uh, sickles. I need to grab one of them things and shove it Just, up in yeah. there. That way I can like put it in to my to my uh, width liking. You know, huh. put it in right be- until it right before it <laughs> seems gay. You know, because the very tip of it that ain't gay. Very like, tips not nice. gay. None of it's gay unless a dude's sticking it in there. But you know, like everybody's got their own like standards for how willing they're go- willing to mess with their butt, you know. Yeah. And I feel like some of those standards might even be health based. Like I'm not letting anybody stick their whole hand in my booty. So there's obviously their standards. Well, that wouldn't help the situation. It would make it way way worse. I'm just saying I would just pick the the icicle de- death yeah. based on my comfortability. Yeah, it would probably. Hurt actually. It, might. it would probably hurt real, real bad. That's way too cold. <laughs> that is way too cold. Brr. Yeah. So anyway, let's change the subject. This week it's uh in Columbus, something I wanted to to bring up. And I know a lot of our viewers are outside the area, but we have uh, a local business owner, uh Mr. John. That's not his real name. He is Middle Eastern. We don't I don't actually know or I don't know what his real name I've is. seen it written down before, but that's not his real name. Uh but he's he. Everybody loves John. Mm-hmm. He makes the best sandwiches in town. Homie can put down a sandwich. Okay, he's got he's got these United Deli sandwiches, cause and they are not paying us for this spot for sure. But even United Deli sandwiches, cause there's no second best sandwich like that in town. Oh, they're pretty good. Like, I mean, they're they slap hard, and they're like this wide, a foot long, it's like it's actually like, like <laughs> eighteen inches long, and they're just loaded down. Uh, yeah, it's I mean it's insane. It's good like food. A, and it's delicious. Anyway, so everybody loves John, right? Because he can throw down on the grill. That's one thing. If you want the community to love you, you got to be able to throw down in the kitchen. People okay. love people that can throw down yep. in the kitchen. So I'm screwed, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so he go gets. He has a rental property here in town that apparently. Hey, do you know the story? Like what Some, happened? Somewhat. I've, I've, okay, so he had a rental property where somebody kept 
stealing the copper out of his air conditioning unit. And this is a really big problem. This is a really common thing. And he had caught the guy on camera already once before, like being on his property back there where, where he's not supposed to be, where the dumpster and the air conditioning unit are. He gets a thing on his phone where he sees somebody's back there. He's got cameras back there. He gets it on his phone. He drives over. He has a gun with him. He gets out. He finds the same guy he had caught on camera already once before hiding behind the trash cans uh, where his air conditioning unit is. So he pulls his gun out and holds him there at gunpoint until the police get there. The first per- people to get there was the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's department, I tell you what, we've got the video. Can we pull the video up? Let's pull the video up. This is what, So this is after the sheriff's department and the police department, I think, are already there. Is this the sandwich location? No, this is at the T-Mobile location. He owns the T-Mobile building. Okay, so I don't, I don't know where that – I didn't know he had another. Yeah, yeah, he, he owns, he owns uh, the property. He doesn't own the business. He owns the, the real estate. Okay. This is a lot of – this is going to sound a little racist, but it's true, so I'm just going to say a lot of Middle Eastern people are really good about this. They, they, they make a lot of really good moves. Right. They open businesses that do well with cash. They basically just have hire their family, and that's it, to work there. And – then they take that all their money and they live frugally and they just reinvest all their money in real estate. They're going to be royalty within the next yeah. uh, within the next hundred years. They're going to be they're going to be in the Illuminati. So anyway, let's pull that video up. How long is the video? Minute and a half, minute forty. Uh, okay, go ahead and play that. So it's not it's not the whole video then. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, so he's asking. Researched it, but the castle doctrine does that not follow? Isn't that part right. of it? Right. So, so in the end of the <coughs> okay, <coughs> castle doctrine or not, um, I guess that's he didn't shoot any, him. Right, right. You're defending your property. So what happened is he gets there, he catches the guy behind the behind his building where the copper is. Same guy that he's caught on camera already stealing the copper out of his uh unit. He finds the guy there, pulls a gun on him. When the cops get there, 
they don't take the other guy to jail because I guess there wasn't enough evidence to prove he had actually stolen anything. But, and I guess this is the question is, um, you know, can you pull out a gun in this situation? Well, in a situation where I think they, they thought in a situation where they didn't have enough evidence to charge this guy, he could have potentially just been walking across the parking lot, uh-huh. which he could have been like, I don't know why, well, I don't know why he'd be behind the business, but he, you know, he could have just been walking through. He may not have been stealing anything. Um, it is still private property. Mm-hmm. It is still his property. He's defending his property. In my opinion, had I been that officer in that situation, I'd have been like, hey, you know what? We don't have enough evidence to charge him, but you're good. Let him go, whatever. They tried to get him on, uh, they're trying to get him on holding somebody there at gunpoint, uh, brandishing. Uh-huh. They're trying to get him on brandishing charges. So how did, so how did this, this unfold? So, so he went there, he pulled the gun on the guy, and he called the cops on himself, right. and they came and in, in turn right. put handcuffs on him. Right. He pulled a gun on the guy and called the cops for them to get there. He held the guy there with the gun until the cops arrived. Huh, okay. Yeah. Um, Columbus, Mississippi, the whole state of Mississippi, is not having this shit, bro. Like, yeah. social media has went crazy. Um, there's, I mean, it's been shared all over the place. They started a GoFundMe that's raised, like, their goal was $5,000 for his legal fees or whatever, and I think it's it's got to be at, like, $30,000 right now. Um they're talking about you couldn't even get in line at his store. Bro, you can't, to, like, to my food. parents went there to go try to eat lunch the other day, and the line outside of his business was, like, out the door. God. People waiting in the streets. They're on the edge of the hood. It's You know, this business is right on the edge of the hood. It's like the business he owns where he sells the sandwiches which is where everybody knows him from is, like, the hood, and then his business is, like, like this is the hood. And his business is like right here on the, like the bad side, like almost like kind of in the. Yeah. You know what, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. Like, like Gardner Boulevard kind of is the the cutoff for the hood, in my opinion. Like once you go past Gardner Boulevard, you kind of you know like it's it's tough. It's, it's, a, little, it's a little tougher. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it ain't like the worst hood, but you know yeah. it's you know you bout it, you know. So they um I'd heard that like I get if that's the same guy I don't know but. This has been going on for a while because hadn't they caused issues to us like coolers also like inside? Well, this like was the, this was you know th- this was not I don't I don't know about that. This isn't this was not at that business, right? So this was on I, Alabama Street. Okay, this was on at the T Mobile. This was on, right off Highway 80, 182 okay. at the T Mobile okay. place. So I mean th- there may have been some issues with that. The question is is why is the U.S. Governments, the local police department, why are they trying to step on my, why do they feel comfortable stepping on my rights to defend my property? Yeah. In, in that situation, you almost would have been better shooting the guy and right. being like, he came after me. Yeah. If you're going to take me to jail for brandishing, that's, if I catch somebody on my property doing something, I'd be better off killing them. You think that's why the sheriff's department said they wanted to get out of there? Absolutely. They yeah. They knew yeah. that that dude, they knew that was, this was about to be a media yeah. frenzy. They knew that they had made a mistake. They knew that the Columbus PD had made a mistake. They're like, we got to get out of here, bro. We got to go. We got to go. And yeah, they, I think that. they made the, I think, and I think them saying that on camera has saved them too because I don't know if anybody's in trouble necessarily, but I know that the the locals around here are pretty stirred up. Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, John, he actually came out with a statement. He said that he was going to donate some of that GoFundMe m- money back to the police department. Mm. And just he's kind of like saying, no hard feelings, guys. Yeah. I mean, I would too. You taking me to jail, and I think the charges have, are, I think have already been dropped. 
and you taking me to jail has boosted my business this much. Tenfold. So they've wrote, they've raised me like thirty grand. You know what I mean? Like, That's wild, like, bro, like this this arrest has turned out to be the best thing that could happen to him, probably. Yeah. You know, for a little while. I mean, he's the man. He's the man right now. I wonder how the sheriff's department showed up there, though, being on 82. I, I don't know. They were the you? first ones. That, well, you know, everything that's in the city of Columbus is yeah. in within the sheriff's department's jurisdiction. Right. They just like, they can, they just don't usually because yeah. the PD, that's what the PD handles. But I think their jurisdiction actually does run inside the city limits. They can pull you over and write you a ticket or whatever inside the city just like the PD can. Um, I think. I think so. Yeah. They don't, really. They don't really. You don't see the sheriff's department around here writing a whole lot of tickets. No, they're um, not. I mean, going the, back to the the castle doctrine, so does that follow? So does, that's not just your ha- I, house hell homestead, right? I or would one hundred percent not feel comfortable uh, quoting the castle doctrine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it, I don't know if that. Yeah, that's why he felt he could. Cause, I mean, it's his property, like you said. Right, and I, I believe I, I don't. I personally believe I don't care if there's a ca- if it extends to the castle doctrine or not. He's on my property. Exactly. He's yeah. he has the intention of doing harm to my property. Mm-hmm. I have a human right to defend myself and my property. Right. Not just myself. And I know that a lot of lefties right here lately like to say ridiculous shit like if you're willing to kill somebody cuz they're coming after or harming your property, that means you uh you prioritize property over human life. Mine, yeah. I do, I do, I do put more more value in my property than some dude that I don't know that's trying to hurt me or hurt my property. I don't care about him. That's your livelihood. That's what brings. I mean, yeah, just like if you were to come after me, that's like saying you think that you're more valuable than somebody else if you kill somebody trying to attack you. To me, (laughs) yeah. yeah. To me, I am. Like, like maybe. I mean, I think I am just in general. But to yeah. me, I definitely am. Just like my property. Like, let's be honest. There's starving children in the world. You don't sell your property and give it to the start of starving children, right? Right. You you like your property more than you yeah. like them. Yeah, like for instance, like like this place. Say, for, say if you come in here and somebody was stealing all your I'd shoot them. Your cage and your your uh, heavy bags and all that. I mean, that's how you make your, your living. Yeah, I'd shoot them. I'd shoot them. If I had a gun yeah. on me, I'd shoot them. Yeah, yeah. I'd be. I'm not gonna come in here and be like, oh man, you're taking my bags. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Well. I'm going to call the cops, so you better hurry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, uh, hey, cops. <laughs> you know, I know your response time is normally like 37 minutes, but if you could get here real quick before yeah. something happens, especially if you're in the county where people can't oh, get to yeah. you, but in the city too. I mean, you, there's no – you can't defend your, your property. You can't defend yourself. Yeah. You, well, well, guys, you can have guns, but there's really no scenario that you can use them unless you're hunting or a man with another gun is currently shooting at you. Bro, no. absolutely not. No. I will shoot kids for trying to roll my yard. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a savage, cuz. I'm a savage. <laughs> I really don't want to have to clean my yard up on Sunday. You so. roll my yard? Right, you know what's going to be terrible? That, that is obviously just a joke. Yeah. Um, joke. I'm not a comedian, but uh, what's going to be terrible is if there's somebody in my yard and I think they're doing something <laughs> and it turns out to be a kid rolling kid my yard rolling and yard. I accidentally kill a kid that's rolling my yard. Oh my God! That let me just re- take that whole thing back because that is a possibility that could happen. And that last clip that was a joke. Yep, that was a joke, guys. That was a joke, man. <laughs> but I'm just dude. And then the police chief came out and was like, "Well, you know, businesses have insurance, so what's the big deal?" I could pimp slap that man. Yeah, that I could pimp slap. That's that That's encouraging. Man. It's like saying, you know, just let him do what he's gonna, right. He's gonna steal. Just that's to- exactly what he's saying. That's no, exactly what he's saying. We can't. You can't encourage that, bro. Walmart might be able to handle like a certain amount of theft. They got like shoplifting insurance. 
they've got probably really big in, like an insurance policy that really does cover it. Most small businesses do not have a policy that would cover right. that, and most of them that do have like a five thousand dollar deductible. Well, it's just that. like it's just like any other kind of insurance. Like your health insurance, if you go in for major surgery, you have a deductible. You have to meet that deductible out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Same thing with with like like property insurance, home insurance, or you know, rental property yeah. insurance, whatever. You have a deductible, and you only get something over that deductible. Like once that deductible is met, that mentality is what uh, is what has fueled all these um, what they're calling now like the, the smash and grab robberies, where people just run into like CVSs and stuff, and take like trash bags and just. Pull stuff off the shelves, and, and they don't do anything because it's not a certain amount of money that they're causing damage to or something like that, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really know about this. Like, so. yeah, like... Uh, so they don't do anything at all? No. Well, they're like, CVS employees. They make like, no, no, they make like no, $8 no, an hour. I'm not talking about necessarily CVS. You can go... They go to CVS or like phone stores and stuff like that, and if they're not... Because they can steal up to so much money, money's worth of, in damages, that it's... um, I guess it costs less to let them steal it than it would be to prosecute them, so... That's why, like, you know, you haven't seen all that? Where people no. are going in, yeah. You just run through stores. It'll be like four or five folks at a time running so, and just steal stuff, and nobody can do anything, really. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So yeah. this is like a store policy not to do anything? Store, yeah, stores. Okay. So it, the, the store it's, has it's a policy. It's happening more like out west, um, like a lot of it in California. See if you can look that up. Hey, Innocent Joe, Love. you know anything about that? What's up, Derek? They're like smash and grab robberies. Our California and, listeners and right like now, that. y'all, uh. Y'all know anything about smash and grab robbery? Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything. About I've this. briefly heard. I think I heard. Joe well, Rogan I know about a about smash and grab robbery where you just grab something, and you just take off running. Like, like people do that with TVs though. Like people yeah. go in, in there and, or, and grab like mace, mm-hmm. and they'd have the TV on their shoulder and just mace anybody that tries to stop them and keep yeah. running. Um, I've seen that. But these are like where they're going in and stealing just small petty stuff, but they're stealing so much that they're not. They're told not to stop them and not to do anything because it would cost more to prosecute these people than it would in the amount of money that they're stealing. So they're just basically letting them come in and. And, and they ba- probably have they probably have shoplifters insurance. Yeah, but it's basically that that what I'm saying is that type of, type of mentality is what promotes that. It's like you know, say hey, you can just go in and you can steal this amount of stuff. Yeah. And get away with it, and it's okay. Well, the the what really creates that is like when you're a company that's big enough that you can get away with saying that because I don't know if that's the correct name for it, Mo, but. I, I've heard a few people talk about it, but it's, it's becoming more popular. It's cool. You don't worry about it, yeah. though. It's fine. It's fine. We we pretty yeah. much got the gist of it. Yeah. Um, but I do know this. I know that most everybody's standing with Mr. John. And, yeah, oh, bro. on his side. So. Bro, I, I don't know that I've met anybody that's openly either. against him. I haven't either. I don't think I've actually met somebody that's, like, openly. Because I think everybody uh, I think everybody on each side on this one's kind of like, oh, yeah. Let's, uh, in Mississippi, anyway. Like if this part. happened somewhere else, it'd be a lot different. But down here in the sip, dog, you don't like we we believe in pulling guns on people. Like okay. that's kind of part of our culture. Is like you run up on like I've had guns pulled up on me because I just like turned around in somebody's driveway, mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. Like you you in the wrong back road on the wrong part of Mississippi. Well, that's the thing about down here in the south too. Everybody's got it. Everybody's, everybody's strapped up. Everybody's got something. Who is this turning around in my yard down here? Let me get my Bro, I'm always I'll be I'll be posted <laughs> up with an AR-15. I see you turn around in my yard. I'll be posted up with a. With a, with a pistol or AR yeah. just sitting there on uh, at the door just watching, just watching like let that mother come yeah. up in this driveway. You gonna catch me slipping, bro, bro. You ain't catching me with my pants down. Me neither. There's bro. a bunch of little meth heads running up and down my road too. Oh, and now that they're stealing catalytic converters so quick, oh, you quick, got to stay boy. strapped. Yeah, you? boy. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of little meth heads running up and down my road all the time, like walking and shit. And I live out in the country. You know, oh, yeah. I live. I don't really have any neighbors you can see. You've been in my house before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not like out in the country, country, but you can't see my neighbors, right? So 
Um, it's like, what you doing down here? Which I know what they're doing down there, but uh, mm-hmm. there's somebody down there that I think might be supplying them, allegedly. I don't have any proof of that, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the rumor anyway. And uh, they'll be walking up and down the road right there all day, boy. And it makes me nervous because I'm here a lot. And so Balin right, will yeah. be like, you know, there's a guy that's just standing in our, like in front of our driveway, just standing there, just hanging out. It ain't no business for him to be like, hey, bro, you about to get shot, cuz. Yeah. Like you are literally like four <laughs> wrong syllables. Yeah. Uh, you know, what you, you yeah, are four yeah. wrong syllables from getting your head you better, blown smooth. You better the put fuck them off. legs into first gear and start moving. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Like, there's I'm, no need, especially, like you saying, out in the country, there's no need. Right. You know he's scoping. Stay strapped and get clapped, or get clapped, because yep. uh, I, I remember as a kid, if we, my dad found somebody even, like, around our yard, because I grew up on a dairy farm out in Alabama, mm. and so we had a big yard, and we had my great, we had us, my great-grandparents, my grandparents, and my aunt and uncle, and then it was nothing but pasture for Hundreds of acres, a hundred acres around us right. until you got over the neighbor's pasture, and then it was more pasture. And so there's no reason for anybody to be out there. And we found somebody out. Um, oh, you know they're up to no good. Out in the lumber, in our yeah. lumber, we had a lumber pile, and we fe- my dad found somebody out there in that, and uh, he put. It I don't remember him. if he shot at him, but I definitely know a gun was drawn when my dad went out there. Yeah, and I know that. I think he shot at him. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he shot at him. I, if my ma- I don't want to get my dad in trouble saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, this was thirty. This was almost thirty years ago. This was like this was twenty five years ago at least. Um, nobody got hit. Nobody got shot. I don't think. But he went out there and shot, and I don't know what happened. Like I just know all I know is I heard gunshots, and that was it. Yeah. I don't think anybody got killed or anything. But that's the that's that was the house I grew up in. That's the reason why. Uh, that's the reason I don't mess around with like I don't roll up other people's houses. Like everybody talks about how fun it is, and but this days and time you got too many trigger happy. Bro, people, I don't roll houses because I'm that trigger happy fool. Yeah. Like I'm that dude who like if I catch you rolling my house, bro, I don't like if I'm sure yeah. if I'm confused about what you're doing, and I'll get in trouble for sure. But if I'm confused about what you're doing, I could see myself making that making that error, and I'm just not gonna bet that everybody else ain't gonna make that. Make that one up, you know. Make make that error, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I just don't. I don't know that. I don't know that I do. Yeah. Uh, I also have no respect for meth dealers. It's just well, not just it ain't the the ones that the meth users. Are the I get ones it. That are I, had, I had homeboys that were meth dealers back in the day, but yeah. um, I also yeah. don't respect. It's not a it's not a profession I necessarily. It's respect. the users that are going to steal from you though. Yeah, they're the, they're the ones that's going to well, take your cat liquor. A lot of times around copper. here, the, the dealers are the users. It, yeah. They, yeah. They, they 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 learn to cook to fund their habit. Yep. Is what happens a lot of the time because they, you know, it's expensive being a meth head if you can't cook it. Yeah. And then you can make a little extra money and be a meth head and just cook your own and, you know. Yeah. And most of the people that I know that they they usually, if they dealt, dealt it, they also partook. Yeah. Partook in the, in the, in the devil's rock. I believe you know? so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't play that. So I don't roll houses. I don't I just stay off pe- folks property for the most part. Yeah. I just kind of I stay off folks property. Bet. I just I stay on my own lane and I expect you to stay in your own lane and I'm going to stay over here and you stay over there and yep. we're going to be friendly. Yep. And I'm only coming on your property if you invite me. Yeah. And I expect the same cuz I ain't trying to get shot. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's 
Yeah. I, man, I'd say it was crazy to me because as I, I look at all these people that live in areas with homeowner associations, uh-huh. there's a 0% chance I could, pull, I could pull that one off. 0% chance. If my, like my kid, they send me a letter because my kid left his bike out in my yard or something stupid oh, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. I'd lose my shit. Too many what you going to do? Too many Karens. Right. What yeah. you going to do? What yeah. you going to do? Oh, I didn't, I ain't up my yard in time. What you going to do? <laughs> What's up then, homie? Jake, Step then. Uh, this is the third week in a row your son has left his bike in his yard. Um, <laughs> we're not too happy about that. Around. I'm not happy that you're calling me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Step. Please, get out you want to go? Let's roll. <laughs> Let's roll up then. You know, like, yeah. what, what you mean? What like, you mean I got to cut my grass? Or you you keep, come yeah. cut it then, bitch, if it's bothering you so bad. That's why I got to live in the country. Yeah. They got too many rules. Not only do they want you to cut it, you got to have it trimmed. I own my property. Right. I own my property. Yeah, I couldn't do it anymore. Me. Not you. Not you, me. Yeah, don't come at me with that. Right. I guess I guess if you like live in a neighborhood where everybody has to keep their stuff looking nice, I get it. But I ain't want to just have somebody tell me what I can do with my property. Right. Okay. That is my house. That is my yard. That's my garage. If I want that mug to be growed up with vines and with eight foot of weeds around that son bitch, that is my call. I don't. I keep my grass cut, but I, there's toys in my that's, yard. That's why you like it. You know, that's how I like it. <laughs> what if you like that's my weeds? business, cuz. Yeah. My business. I like the tricycle sitting out there and getting rusty. You know what kind of cheese it ain't? <laughs> it, it, what, what business it ain't? Nachos. None you. None you. None your business. Bruh, I couldn't. If I had somebody sitting there telling me I had to pick up my kid's bicycle and cut yeah, my grass. And then they're going to act like they're going to kick me out of my own damn house that I bought with my Ain't money happening. that I that I paid for, that I'm paying 7% interest on. Ain't happening. I slapped the shit out you, Karen. You better call the police. My question <laughs> is this. Like, how do they even get away with that? I don't know. How do they get how, how do Like, if somebody just for real, like, how do you get somebody that owns their house kicked out? Could you imagine being that person, though? Like, Bro, I'd slap the shit looking out, out you. Oh, my God. Like, you know what we hadn't talked about today? Oh, man, what? John Jones taking out surreal game. Was it three oh, yeah. minutes, two, three minutes in the I first? Think it was quicker than that, wasn't it? Now, there was a man. There was, and then the upset in the flyweight females. Yeah, where 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 old uh, yeah. Alexa Grasso. She threw that spinning kick, and old girl jumped on her back. I didn't actually watch them because I had the Henry Armstrong uh, oh, fight last night. Yeah. yeah, so we went to the Henry Armstrong. For those of y'all that don't know, Henry Armstrong is one of the greatest boxers that ever lived. And he originally was born and raised up to until he moved to St. Louis, about a mile from where I'm sitting right now, down Wilkins Wise Road. So, Columbus, um, baby. yes, sir. So they did this big like Henry Armstrong Memorial like like boxing matches this weekend that I went to. How'd that turn out? It was fine. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, the, nothing the, crazy happened. We didn't get any great footage. I took Mo to record it because every time that there's anything in this town. It gets wild. It seems like that, doesn't you know. It? Yeah, it just it just turns south. And while that's not good, I figure the only way that I can make it good is to record it and put it on that internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on my town's hood ratchetness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if I think that's if I, if there's somewhere that I want to go that I think that might be had. Like we went to the freaking fair, dude. We went to the fair mm-hmm. last year. And we had to run up out of there, but uh, we had to run up out of there because somebody had pulled a gun. The fair is a yeah. sketchy place. Bro, wild as <laughs> you fuck, wanna, man. I mean, they you just want to go get some they, cotton uh, candy. A big yeah. fight had broke out, and they had upped a gun, and they called the cops, and the cops storm in and run everybody out. And we're like, and we're stuck at the top of a ride. 
So we're we're hanging. We weren't upside down, but we're like hanging in this ride, like at the top, and they're just like, "Hold on, no, were we upside down?" Oh yeah, it was the one that just does the big loop. We were upside down. They hung us upside down, and we were like, "What's going on?" And they were like, "We're shutting it down." Uh, Innocent Joe wants to know what's the first fight, our first fight ever, both of you. <laughs> first fight ever. You mean like as as an adult or ever? Are you talking like sanctioned fight or like as a kid? I remember my first fight ever when I was a kid. Let's hear it. I uh, I was still living in Texas, and um, I had a friend of mine. His name was Jake, and we were at his dad's house. And uh, I don't know why back then, but I was, you know, I was I liked wearing bigger clothes, baggy clothes. So I, my dad had had this polo that I took, and I loved it. How old were you, this son? Man, I was probably in uh, sixth grade, fifth or okay. sixth grade. Okay. And we went, so we lived in one part on the other side of Fort Worth, and his dad lived in the northern side of Fort Worth. So we went, and he had, he had some, Jake, my buddy, had some friends over there that he hung out with when he went to his dad's. So we linked up with him one day, and we went. You uh, stole your dad's shirt. Yeah, I was wearing it. Okay. And uh, so we went through just walking around the the neighborhood and going, like, pulling up, not manholes, but, like, going in sewer, under, under like, culverts, I guess, uh-huh. in little sewers and stuff. Well, um, we went in one, and this dude named C, I think his name was CJ, I can't even remember what his name was now, but he was one of my buddy Jake's friends. We just kind of like, was just goofing around, but he just kind of pushed me into that manhole, and it got this oil stain on my dad's shirt. And I was oh, like, oh, that's not no. cool, man. <laughs> Uh-oh. So I was mad for like, till we got back to his other buddy's house, and we were sitting in his room, and uh, so there was four of us in there. It was me and my buddy Jake, and I can't remember, I think the guy's name was CJ, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but... They were kind of instigating me and CJ going at it. And uh, I remember I just, he was sitting over on the bed and I just kind of like Goldberg him. And we just went at it. Started throwing blows. It lasted for about 45 seconds. Then we got up and we was all cool after that. Who won? I don't, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I did. But um, yeah. if, if I didn't, I think it was even. But like I said, it didn't last but just a few seconds. We were kids. But that was, the, that was, that was my first. That I can recall. Bro, I couldn't tell you what my first fight. I think was. I was in sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. I, I believe, other than with like siblings, the first fight I got into was probably kindergarten. Uh, I, and I was getting in fights all the time in kindergarten. Kindergarten, first grade, second oh, grade. Oh, if you include siblings, I was fighting. Yeah, for I don't count. Yeah, that's yeah, I don't count that. Um, it's good practice, though. Of course, it's good practice, but I don't count that. Um, I started off. I remember I got in one fight, came really early in kindergarten, where the guy out wrestled me and got on top of me and mounted me. Mm-hmm. And held me down. And I remember being like, damn, I can't believe I lost that fight. I kind of froze up. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't believe I lost that fight. I was like, all right, no more. And then I got in a bunch of fights and where I was able to hold the other kid down or kind of outbox him or whatever. Yeah. And then I lost a couple. And then I, I won some. And then I lose some. And I, I got in a bunch of fights through those years. And then it got to where my first and second grade year, <laughs> this is go crazy, every time I went to recess, I got in a fight. But was only <laughs> maybe once a week that I got to go to recess because my I was so bad in school that they always kept me in out of recess to do work and uh, and, and like try to do my schoolwork that I wouldn't get done during the day. So when you got and back I think there, they would have been better off just letting me go to recess. So no, no, they had it out for me. Real talk. Every time I went to recess, like me and Joe Savage, uh-huh. we would just be walking, or me and my cousin Nathan would just be walking, especially me and my cousin Nathan. And these boys would just come and jump jump on us, and we start fighting. Dang, I sur- I remember who some of them were. I ain't gonna use their name, but I remember I remember their names. I could name several of them. Dang. at least on a first name basis. Every time, I mean, it was smash on sight. Every time, I mean, second grade smash on sight. Every time we saw each other, every time there was any, and so my brother was getting picked on really bad, 
And I was getting in fights every day. I was flunking out of second grade. I was struggling a whole lot in school. My parents pulled me out and homeschooled me um, and for a lot of years. And my the next fight I got into, I got in a couple fights at school. I remember uh, the first memorable one that I can recall. Let me see it, make sure I'm telling the right one on this one. Uh was it Emmanuel? I got in a fight at Emmanuel. That was middle school. That would have been seventh grade. And there was an eighth grader who was quite a bit bigger than me who, uh, I'm just going to tell the story the way the way it is, okay? <laughs> so I'm just going to tell the story the way that it is. He was dating a girl, the girl I liked. I liked this girl. He started dating her. Yeah. And that kind of pissed me off. But, you know, whatever. Well, he had done something to me that day at the lunchroom. He was trying to kind of bully the seventh graders a little bit. Mm-hmm. He'd done some little something to me, so I got up and slapped the shit out of the back of his head. I hit my mic. <laughs> I slapped the shit out of the back of his head, and he looked at me, and he you could just tell he was in shock. He was like, I know this little skinny-ass seventh grader, because I was skinny back then, yeah. just slapped the shit out of me, and I was like, what's up? <laughs> and Because I was like, I was trying to develop this new, this new alter ego when I moved here, because I had kind of got... I kind of got some, I guess there was really no break, but I kind of got some fights and lost when I was playing football at Vernon when I was homeschooling. And I got to why I didn't get any fights for a really long time. So this was like my first fight back where I was like, all right, I'm ready, I guess. And from being like a first and second grader. So I started school seventh, sixth, seventh grade at Emmanuel. So in the bathroom later that day, they had just mopped. Mm. Boy, I got lucky. I get lucky on this one. And this big old boy comes in there because he took me after this. He beat me after this. But he comes in there. And I just had it in my head, all right, when he says go, when it when it's time to go, I'm just going to go. Just like, go. you know how you hype yeah. yourself up before yeah. the fight? And I did that several times. But I was like, all right, when he says go, we're just going to go. We're just going to go. So we walk. I'm in the bathroom, and him and two of his buddies walk in. And I was cool with his buddies. And he goes, oh, yeah, I f- almost forgot. I owe you one or something. And I just went. Yeah. I just charged him. As soon as he said anything, I just fucking charged him. Well, I mean, him. you knew it. The, the I knew it was time up, to yeah, go. Yeah. Like, there's no point in waiting. There's no point in, like, letting him get his, like, I tell my kids this to this day. It's one of the best things I ever did was when I just go. Yeah. I'll tell you another story where I just went after this, but um, I, I got on top of him and kind of, like, out-wrestled him and hit him a couple times or whatever. Um, and he was bigger than me. And then, like, they, they broke it up. And you could tell he was embarrassed bad. Mm-hmm. And then one of the boys that he played football with in my grade was a guy, ha ha, you're a sissy, you're a sissy, which ultimately fueled a rematch in which I would say I lost. Yeah. Uh, but a couple of rematches, I may have lost both of them. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, but then I remember I, I, blew, I blew up. I got a lot bigger over the summer. And then we went to, uh, I was in the eighth grade. And the eighth grade was in the same, was now in the same hall. We moved to the new school and it was in the same hall as the whole high school. And me and my buddy were walking through the hall one day, and there was this 11th grader. And he walks up to my buddy, and he just shoulder-checked him, like something out of a high school movie. Yeah. Shoulder-checked the shit out of him. And uh, my buddy didn't do anything. Well, I stepped in front of him, like, what's up? And here's the thing, okay, he was an 11th grader, and I was an 8th grader, but y'all got to understand, I've been this size since the 8th grade. (laughs) Okay, like, so when I say, like, uh, when I say, like, I was an eighth grader and he was 11th grader, I probably had a couple inches on him. Yeah. Like, like, I wasn't a little eighth grader. Like, I was probably, I might have been, a, I might have been like 6'1", 
and I was probably like 170, 175. Like I was the same size as a lot of grown men, maybe yeah. bigger. I might have been bigger than that actually. So anyway, and I just remember saying to myself, I'm like, all right, when I go in the ba- the the bathroom, just go, just go, catch him cold, all just sack. go, just go. Don't don't think about it, just go. And as soon as we walk in the bathroom, I just freaking Vitor Belforted into him, <laughs> just running and punching, running and punching. Bang, 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 bang. And uh, dropped him. He fell. I think he just slipped. I don't think I actually dropped him, but I hit him and he fell. And I got on top of him and I just kept punching until they pulled me off of him. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's not a bad tactic. That's, but... Honestly, if you don't know how to fight, yeah. just go. Even if you do, though, it worked for Vito. Yeah. He could... yeah. There's a, definitely a that time and a place. Like and just... Yeah, there's definitely a time and a place to just go in a yeah. fight. And in street fights, it's pretty early. <laughs> like, yeah. Just start faster. Just be the first one. Just all that bullshit about make sure, like, as long as you don't hit them first. I tell my kids, that's bullshit. Oh, I'm the same way. Ain't no no swinging first, dog. The moment I think there might be a fight, I'm going for teeth. Yeah. Like, I'm swinging as hard as I can, as fast as I can, as early as I can. I'm not losing the fight. I had this. Yeah. I, I used to say this when I used to get in fights at the bar and stuff when I was younger. I owned an MMA gym and I was still getting. I still got some bar fights mm-hmm. after I opened my gym. And I was like, I can't. I was bouncing, yeah. and I was like, I can't lose a fight publicly. Right. My my I'm like my business would be over. Like who's going to come learn how to fight from the dude who got his ass kicked at the bar? Yeah. So the moment that I thought there was a fight, I'd a lot rather go to jail and be in the packet for beating the shit out of somebody in a bar fight than I would. Be in the packet for somebody else going to the jail for beating the shit out of me, you know. I'm so, the same way. I tell my kids the same thing. Like if if there's any you feel threatened or you know it's imminent, just, just go. go, 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 get it. Don't even think about it. At, at this age now, you know when you're younger, you um like a lot of people don't realize what it means on site. Like, oh yeah. Do you have on-site. any of those now at this age? Mm. Like like things I used to say that people wouldn't understand. No, I mean, like if you've seen a person that's on site, like that. Nah. You say, I'm not that way. No, nah, I've, I've let it go, man. I'm, but when it's a grown, kid, I've it's grown different. A lot. Yeah, I've grown a lot as yeah. a person. Like it, it would take a lot. Like to honestly, I'm at a point where like if I had an on site with somebody like that, I'd just go get them now. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I, I don't think true. I'd just go find them. Like if it was so bad that at this age I had an on site, we going to bang mm-hmm. situation. Like I'd just yeah. go get you. I'm just yeah, going to your house. Either. Cause that means you you fuck with my kids, yeah. you mess with my wife, like you you cross the you cross the uncrossable line. Like we we're going at that point. Yep. But no, from Spain uh, hey from up? Spain, what's up? She's been on before. Yep. Um, what about the last time you fought? Last time you fought. The last time I fought Let's anybody was for you. That second fight. That was my last time I banged anybody. Well, Let's say street fight though. Oh God, dog. I'm not count. I'm not count sanction yeah. bouts and, and um, this for me. Right? Is I that fought. is that the deal, Innocent Joe? We're not counting sanction bouts, right? I'm letting you kind of. I'm letting you kind of set the tone here. Like, what what you want? Hey, from Spain, Nicole. Last fought. The last time I fought, I, man, was a brief, brief. And it was me and two uh, two of my buddies walking out of a um, a bar in California called the Stumps, and it, it was just a brief altercation. It lasted just a few seconds, but that that maybe, I think that was the last time I really got into a fight. I, I'll tell I hadn't been in as, as a. Were you there that? Were you that 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 night that I stomped that dude's head on the, at the princess? With Bob's going away party? I don't I don't think so. Don't Last think fight I got into, nearly me and my wife nearly meant, had a You talking about Bob Morris? Yeah. That's the last I remember being there. I, that's, I don't know. That was the night of the last fight, street fight I've been into. Yeah, I was a long uh, time ago. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in I can't recall a street I fight since either, then. I mean shit. What are you saying that's a long time? It's been since yours. 
yeah. been quite it's been quite a while. Yeah. Like it was a while after years. Yeah. I was probably in my I was in my early mid twenties. So it's been ten years almost ten years yeah. ago probably. Yeah. Uh I was not counting sanctioned bouts. I'm not counting MMA. I'm not counting uh, boxing. I'm not counting anything like that. I'm counting street yeah, fights. That's what said, street fights. Yeah, so. yeah, street fight. Um, last time we got into one that we were all out with a going away party for Bob Morris, and he was the wrestling coach here, and it was a bunch of us. It was probably twenty of us. Mm-hmm. And me and my wife had already gotten a fight because I didn't invite her. That was my bad. I assumed <laughs> she had to work the next day, and we were going to a bar. I knew she wasn't coming. Had I invited her, she would not have came. But and I knew that, yeah. so I didn't even bother inviting her. But that's not the right move. You always right. invite her anyway. Yeah. Um, I know that now. But <laughs> uh, we also got into it over the fight. So there was a girl that was with us. Her name was Brandy. Brandy had sat down at, at this table, and it was this guy's birthday. And this guy, he was military. He comes in. And he goes, "Hey, man, this is." And we, this guy was not with us, but we had met him throughout the night already. So I don't know if you remember this, but. Brandy sits down in his chair, and he's like, hey, that's my chair. And she was like, nuh-uh. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it is. And he tried to, like, pull her out of the chair, trying to get his chair back. And she, like, kind of fought with him. And, and he, I think he kind of saw, like, oh, I'm outnumbered, whatever. And so he kind of, like, huffed off. And, like, as he's going back inside, he slams a beer bottle down, and it breaks and goes back inside, right? So I'm looking around, and I'm trying to be, like, the mature adult in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be the mature um, adult. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, guys, here's the deal. And I was not there when that happened. They come get me because they're like, oh, it's about to go down outside. You need to be out here. Yeah. So a mom in our kids' program comes out and gets me and pulls me outside. And I'm like, hey, guys, here's the deal. Uh, let's get out of here. It's about 1 in the morning. Mm-hmm. The night's almost over. Let's go to Waffle House and let's beat the crowd to Waffle House to get something to eat because all the bars are about to close. But this is becoming a powder keg. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to turn violent pretty quickly. Let's go ahead and let's get out. And I knew it was going to turn violently in our favor because it was like 20 of us and yeah. there's four of them. And his friends was weren't about it. They were like, hey, we're really, really sorry. He's drunk, whatever. So a few minutes later, he does something else to somebody else inside, and they're kicking him out. And he's sitting there nose to nose with Big Charlie, Charlie Sanders. And Charlie, you know, he's a big old boy, about mm-hmm. six 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 he seven. He was just asking for it that night. About four hundred pounds. <clears throat> and Charlie had seen, knew that me and a man that I'm not going to use his real name, we're going to call him Banyan Koykin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Banyan Koykin, uh, who <laughs> happened to be, I don't. I think he was actually uh, law enforcement at that time uh, in hindsight. I'm not sure about that. But mm-hmm. anyway, my friend Banyan Coykin, maybe not yet, he was out there with me. And uh, we kind of give each other the look. And Charlie knew. Charlie had been around. Charlie had bounced a lot of places. I had been in some shit. Charlie knew, like, me and my little clique, like, we wasn't looking for trouble. But, goddamn, we wasn't backing down from it either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we... We we was there. We was, we was about it, you know. Yeah. So he saw me and Canyon start circling this dude. And Charlie's sitting there telling him, like, bro, <laughs> it ain't me you got to worry about. You need to go. Like, bro, you need to leave. Like, it's not me. Because I'm finally, like, I was trying to get everybody out of there when that happened. But it was, like, getting all the drunk people out of the bars, like, herding cats. That was tough. And so I, I'm trying to get them out. But, and like, this one would go back in. And I'd had a few drinks, like, one or two drinks, too. Like, not many, but a couple. And, uh... Charlie was in that dude's face right there, nose to nose with him. And Charlie's like, bro, buddy, it's about to be a real bad night for you. It's about to be a real bad night. 
and it's not me. You need to pay attention, and you need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And he saw me and Canyon. We were, we were circling him, and Canyon jumped on that boy's back like a spider monkey. Just boom, just caught him in a choke and turned him around and hit the ground. They were laying on their side, and I came up and soccer kicked that boy in the stomach while, he was, while Canyon was choking him out. And then Canyon rolled up, head up with him. And Canyon's head was off to the side, finishing the choke. You mean, you mean Banyan? Banyan, yeah, Banyan <laughs> Koykin. He was off to the side, finishing the choke. And uh, I came over the top with cowboy boots, just like these. This exact same brand and everything, identical. <laughs> and I came over, and I turned my toes up, and I started stomping on that boy's forehead. Mm. And I stomped on that boy's forehead probably five or six times, but I couldn't get a real, real good stomp. And I, ha- I couldn't stomp lower than the forehead because Canyon's arm was kind of, like, in the way. And I didn't want to accidentally stomp Canyon's arm. <laughs> and so I was having to, like, really be, be accurate with my stomps. And so I've I, I made these U-shaped cuts. Ooh. That looked like the bottom of my boot here. Oh, yep. okay. That's fine. All right, this one. Uh, it looked like the bottom of my boot because I'd pulled my toe back and I was hitting him with this bottom little edge right there. I mean, that's still going to hurt. Oh, yeah. It cut him <laughs> open pretty bad. I imagine um, it did. Good but man. it didn't put him unconscious. So, I mean, two or three stomps of the head should put somebody unconscious yeah. normally. And I couldn't put, I, I couldn't, I didn't put him unconscious. Well, the whole place just erupted and tried, went to break the fight up. I got really upset because they didn't let Canyon finish. Like, what I was doing was excessive. I'll admit that what I was doing was, exce- was excessive. Excuse me. Stumbling over my words. I'll admit that what I was doing was excessive. What Canyon's doing, in my, in my opinion, wasn't. Put the boy to sleep and let's get him home. You know? Mm-hmm. Let's end the night. Let's get him to the house. But they, like, pulled Canyon's arms off of him. Like, it was, like, 20 or 30 people that jumped in to break it up because everybody wants to be a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, it probably was for the best. But getting me off of him definitely was. So, I had... I had, like, two dudes around my waist and one dude on each arm holding me back. You know who one of the people holding me back was? Who's that? You're never going to believe it. Joe Savage. Really? Joe Savage kept me from – stopped me from stomping on that boy. He he can be softy sometimes. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and he – like, later he found out I, when I really got upset was when all of them dr- drug me off of him, and then they pulled Canyon's arms apart. Nobody turned around. They had Canyon's arms pulled, or, pulled apart, and then he turned around and stuck Canyon. And that was, I was ready to kill this kid then. Dang. I was like, bro, y'all, I was ready to kill everybody there. Like, it was probably a good thing I didn't have a gun on me. Like, y'all going to sit here and let my homeboy get stolen like that? Mm-hmm. And y'all stopped us from put, from him handling it. He had the dude's back. The dude was out. He, the dude was the problem. And you going to let my homeboy get stuck? Yeah. Oh, I was done. I was hot. Yep. I was hot, boy. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to hit the people trying to, trying to hold me back. I mean, but you get five, four guys on you holding you back, like, it does get hard to do anything like it, especially if you're not really trying to fight them. Because one of them was Joe, and I mean, I knew that my role really wasn't important, but I wouldn't. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and this is not a real, real popular opinion, because um, I've, I've we've posted it before, but when it comes to a street fight, um, I ain't rolling one on one on one. If I if you and my oh, homeboy yeah. just get into it, like if we have an, a like a spoken agreement where we say, oh, okay. Me and you got a problem. We're going to meet outside one-on-one all day. I got no problem with that. Mm. But if we're at the club and something just pops off and you hit my homeboy, I'm not waiting to see if you've got friends or not. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I'm not waiting to see if you're by yourself. I'm not waiting to see. How, no, we're inside. If we go out on the if we're going to do a one-on-one, one-on-ones are spoken agreements where we take, take it to the parking yeah. lot. No, because when that happens. That, but if you, you hit did, my boy yeah. in the club, I'm swinging. You've entered into a territory that. <laughs> ain't no that one-on-one. Coming back, ain't yeah. no one-on-one. My homeboy ain't fighting by himself. No. Um, if, and if. If, for instance, my homeboy hits you first, I do not care. Yep. It ain't a one-on-one. Obviously, there was something that 
provoked him enough. So I'm on. Yeah, I'm, on his side. I'm, I'm yeah. riding with my homeboy. Period. Yeah. Period. My homeboy hits you. I don't roll with people that I can't trust yeah. in that regard. That was my my attitude growing up. Now, obviously, now I don't even go to bars. I stay out of bars. I stay out of clubs. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, John Jones, surreal gang. Uh, back on our original topic. Yeah. <laughs> John Jones, surreal grand. Let's let's bring this thing all the way around. What a story. Um, yeah, I appreciate that, innocent Joe. Yeah, I got a few. Fi- I got I got a, a lot of fight stories. Actually, I was going to say you got more than a few. I got a, I got a lot of fight stories. Yeah, my, I've got a several. I've got a few for sure. Um, I got a lot of them that I forget about. Oh, I know. I and then too. somebody like that right there, like somebody will like jog my memory on it, and I'll be like, oh yeah, which I I remember that one, but. I have a lot of fight stories where nothing like really crazy happened because I only remember the ones where something really crazy or really kind of outlandish happened. Somebody got their ass kicked really, really bad where like they had to leave on a, in an ambulance or had to have like uh, surgery or a bunch mm-hmm. of stitches or fights where um, like something really funny happened. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've, I've been involved in a lot where nothing that crazy happened. Somebody just won and somebody lost and we went home. Yeah. I mean – Probably a hundred thousand. Yeah. I probably have a hundred thousand of those in the back. I can't remember them. Like I, they're just. I mean, we used to fight for fun. We were just. I was always yeah. looking for a fight. If yeah. somebody was in a fight, I was in it. Like, I just put myself in it. I, and I've said this before because I thought that being in everybody else's fight mean meant that they would help me down the road. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. And so I just. I don't. I don't. I didn't even like fighting. I just. I don't know. Liked the attention, or I liked the. Well, the reputation. Yeah. I liked that if you won a couple, like you were the man for a little while, that was cool, you know? Not only that, that that um, that adrenaline rush is addictive too. Yeah, though. it is. Man. Especially like bar fights. That's a different kind you of your drug, boys. Yeah. yeah, like you you remember getting in like a big bar fight and just beating the shit out of somebody and then all of you go back to the same house after. You feel oh, like you feel like man. you look like Johnny Bravo when you just feel like you're just Dude. Just walk like it's an erection. (laughs) You're a walking erection. (laughs) You're a walking erection at that point. When you beat the (laughs) shit out of somebody at a bar, and here's the thing, guys, stay out of bar fights. I feel I've not been in one in a long time. It's dangerous territory. It's dangerous territory. You get stabbed. You get shot. I've been. I've had people try to jump me. I've been in a lot of bad situations, and I've been very, very lucky and blessed. Well, dude, everything becomes a weapon in a bar fight. Yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, anything yeah. can happen. Yep. But I stayed out of trouble because I always started first and started hard, and then we all rolled deep. Mm-hmm. Like, we all rolled up deep. Yep. Like, we, we never went out less than four or five of us. Like, that was always the smallest number we rolled with dudes, not people. Right, right. That wouldn't count any girls. But, like, nothing less than four or five dudes because we always got into something. Mm-hmm. And we never were trying to get caught with our pants down. Like, we was rolling right. deep. Some of the dudes were affiliated and they had enemies. And so we kind of watched each other's back a little bit. And, like, if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. And everybody right. kind of knew that. And after a while, they learned to steer clear. Yeah. Oh, we were a gang, kind of, in a way. Yeah. You know, in a way, we kind of, like, we kind of, we just kind of roll. Like, that's why people get in gangs in prison. Yeah. It's like, you know, if we roll yeah, deep yeah. enough and we start hard enough and, you know, so that's kind of mm-hmm. what, that's kind of what we did. And we just, and we only rolled with other headbusters. Like we only rolled with other people that were that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would come hang out with us and they just couldn't, they didn't have the same gear. And if we saw you didn't yeah. have the same gear, we usually quit hanging out with you. Like if we saw that, like in the heat of the moment, you didn't, you got to have that high. You speed didn't turn, gear, you yeah. didn't turn it on. You didn't yeah. uh, like, 
uh, one of our homeboys gets hit and you don't move. Mm-hmm. You well, just watch it go I mean, down. That becomes a kink in your armor, man. Yeah, you, you, you're dead weight. Yeah. That's a seat somebody else could have rode in. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> Jake, it's, it's, uh, at the Rumble, it's over. I wasn't even the biggest. I was, I was like the most accomplished fighter, like in terms of MMA, but I was not the biggest dude in our clique at all. Um, of like the big fours, me, Joe, Kyle, and Canyon, and Canyon was the only one smaller mm-hmm. than me. These, yeah, these folks. I don't think ever, Joe's never been on camera. Mm-hmm. This year. No, they don't. Joe's yeah, that's massive true, dude. Yeah, Joe's. <laughs> Joe's. He's only about five ten, five eleven, but homie's like he's been on camera a little bit. A, Has he? Well, on the vlog, but not on the podcast. I believe so on the podcast. Okay, well, these people on here right now might not know that know that, and so they he is like uh, he's, he's probably about three ten, three fifteen, solid muscle. Yeah, all muscle. He, I mean, he's got some he's got some insulation on top of that muscle, but it ain't he ain't got a big old fat belly. Uh-huh. He ain't like he's just solid, big ass, thick legs, big ass, thick top. I mean, he's you 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 hang out with him at the weight room, and he's repping like. Yep. He's repping like three oh five for like sets of ten. And he's down, to, he's down to bus heads too. Yeah, and he was down, bro. He was down <laughs> to bus heads. He was usually when I was talking about that last story about Joe. Usually Joe was more know, ready yeah. to go than me. That was Instead, a, was a lot of times. Office. Like when I like whenever I went past the line of crazy where Joe started to seem uncomfortable, that's when I knew I'd went too far. That was like a, if I looked at Joe and Joe started kind of holding me back and like, hey, bro, you need to chill. That was like okay, all right. I'm 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 I've got a screw loose right now. I need to dial back. I need to not. I need to put this gun down. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to go. I need to go sit down somewhere. You know, because yeah. I get in in the heat of the moment. You get. This is why. You know, I'm not saying you should ever kill somebody, but I I I can see how it could happen accidentally. Like man, people that so like quick, yeah, yeah, when in. In a in a in a beef type situation, y'all have kind of went back and forth with words, and now and then it turns violent. Once you kind of get started, th- and this is why you shouldn't get in street fights. Once you kind of get started, it's sort of hard to get stopped. Yeah, you know, once you unless somebody's there stopping you, looking out for you, and that's kind of what your homeboys should do too. You yeah. should have homeboys that like can manage the escalation of violence. If yep. somebody messes with you or somebody messes with your family or whatever and you you go after them, like, you need somebody there to throttle you back mm-hmm. where, you know, you ain't going to kill somebody and get a charge. You're not going to yeah. whatever. Because yeah. I, I guarantee you me and Joe both have stopped each other from killing people. Yeah. Well, you got to be down for it, but you're also going to have your head on your shoulders. You can't just right. have somebody just And usually that was me. Yeah. Usually I was I was pretty slick. Like usually you can't just have a Tasmanian devil on your group. Yeah, right? and but a lot of the time when Joe was the Tasmanian devil, I was the head on. I had right, the head. Right, I had right. my head on my shoulders, yeah. and vice versa. But Joe normally wasn't quite as like he he in just normal time he would take it a little further than me. Mm-hmm. You know, him just kind of at rest. Like if I'm not mad at all and nothing's really escalated, I'm really trying to stay out of a fight, especially now. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. I don't think Joe was until he got on that antidepressant. Like, he started taking <laughs> pills. Like, when he started taking pills, he was a whole different person. But if he ain't on them pills, <laughs> he's, he's something. Yeah. You know, like, he he needs to be. And we had another cat that rolled with us, Crazy Dave, that was even worse. I mean, Crazy I Dave. Ever met, yeah. Crazy Dave Gardner was his name, man. And he was so crazy, bro. They, his name was Crazy Dave. Like, and it wasn't like he had done some crazy things and he was crazy. Homie got a check every month from the government. For being crazy, because he was crazy. He oh, had been wow. he had been in the insane asylum. He had spent time in Willowbrook, Dang. like quite a bit of time. He'd been in jail, and most of the time he was in jail, he was in he was in like uh, mental institution prisons. 
Mm. Like he was crazy, crazy. Yeah. And my aunt, he talked so country like this, right? He talked real slow. And everybody he hung out with were gang members. <laughs> like straight thugging. He didn't hang out with nothing but gang members. This dude, he was probably about 225, 5'9, solid as a rock, uh, 230 maybe, and talked real slow like this right here. And he ain't hang out with nothing but vice lords and core four corner hustlers. And a few other like kind of gangster white boys like Simon City. He has, he has some friends with like Simon City or whatever. Coolest guy. He was my roommate for a while. Yeah. Coolest guy, man. As long as you were his homeboy, he'd give you the shirt off his back. Off the, I'm talking about the shirt off his back. Homie was just such a good dude. Such a good dude. But dude, if you turned him, he was like a damn pit bull. <laughs> he he nearly killed a dude over here at uh at at the loft at the time is it's Muddy Waters now, yeah. but he nearly beat a dude to death. I mean, there was brain matter all over the road. Golly. I mean, blood and chunks of the guy's head. There was like the guy was in, in was in an ICU for months. Dave did time for it. Dang, Dave did time for it. That was and that was during our like friendship. Yeah, he did time for it. It was crazy, absolutely, yeah. absolutely crazy. We are from Columbus, Mississippi, baby. Columbus, Mississippi. We the, the home. Of the Mississippi Superman That's it. and Henry Armstrong Jr. and Tennessee Williams. They're not as important. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I agree. You know, you know, if we're talking yeah. about current importance, yeah. who's putting out the most content right now? You know, so Columbus. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I tell you, back on the John Jones thing, and I, we've, <laughs> I, I didn't watch that episode. We've kind of turned this into talk about street fights, but uh, with John Jones, man, he. Uh, he to me he is definitely solidified. Yeah, it's hard to argue he's not the goat because like now even if he does lose to to Stipe or if he loses to Nagano, it's definitely a tarnish. But you look at the overall body of work he's went undefeated. I mean like ten title defenses before he was thirty. Um, youngest UFC champion in history. He's never legitimately lost. The Dominic Reyes fight is probably the closest thing to a loss. The Gustafson fight I could see I could go either way. The Reyes fight to me. Well, it should have been a loss, in my yeah. opinion. I had that one scored against him, but hey, there's never been a great champion that didn't have like questionable oh yeah for sure decisions in their in their past. The only loss on his record is the twelve to six elbows against Matt Hamill that I'm aware of, which yeah. was not actual loss. It was a DQ loss where he was just beating that deaf dude up so bad that the ref had to make him lose. Yeah. Like uh, essentially, yeah. if you're gonna DQ me for twelve to six elbows, it's literally like I, you're just beating this dude up. I think that the ref felt bad for Matt Hamill, really. Like <laughs> Matt Hamill's down there all deaf, like Dah! and John just Jones just kept down. throwing elbows. That was really mean to me. I shouldn't have made that deaf voice, uh, but it was f- true and funny because that is what my Hamill um, felt like. I'd like to go back and watch it because, like, uh, it was in the first round, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. two or three minutes. I, I I can't remember if it was like two or three minutes in the first round. Uh, Gan went to throw a punch, and John just ducked and shot and took his back and choked him out or something. I don't I don't remember it, but it was. Yeah, I think it was submission. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a submission. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, no doubt, no doubt. What part of Spain are you from, Nicola? Am I saying that right, Nicola? Nicola? I don't know. Uh, All the way from Spain. That's yeah, I'm trying to say I was trying to say it with a Spanish there, accent, I but I'm uh, pretty sure I just sounded racist. Um, but well, yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's got a uh, like how you say it. Yeah, probably, probably. I think we I just, probably wasn't that far off. We're just uh, country. We just don't know Spanish at all. Man, I uh, I literally took two years of Spanish. And I didn't learn a single word in Spanish. You want to know what's even stranger than that? Actually, maybe one year. I took Spanish all four years in high school, and I took it twice in college. 
I don't know anything. Oh wow! <laughs> if there's ever been a question that the education system was, I mean, broken. I can I can read it, but as far as speaking, and you can speaking, read it. I, I can, can read, read it. it. That's about it. Okay. But, but um, as far as like in a conversation, no, I haven't. There's no luck. There's no way that you can say that our education system works yeah. when you have how many years of Spanish? I took it all four Six. years in high school. Yeah, and then two but years of college. I'd say four. Yeah, two semesters five. of college. Yeah. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. Years. I can read it and understand it, but as far as like that's a uh, lot of Spanish, though, man. Yeah, you should. Five I just can't years understand Spanish, like speaking it. You like, should. You should have it down. I feel like, yeah. like you studied it. Yeah. Well, it was only. Let me say, I took Spanish. It's like being twice. like I'm a purple belt in jujitsu, but I can't roll. You can't tell if I roll. I could just like talk you through the moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. it sounds like. Yeah. Like I, I can't it. use it. It's not good for anything. Yeah. But like <laughs> I understand it a little. But I'm a purple belt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can read. I mean, I, I I took a lot away from it. Like I, said, I can read it. If you give me a book, I can probably make my way through it. Okay, but okay. if somebody's that's talking, good, to, if somebody's speaking Spanish to me, yeah, that's like, pretty good. I, it's too fast for me. I yeah, read, for reading a book, that's. I mean, if you can read a book in Spanish, yeah, I understand it. But that's that's. I just can't good. speak it. Like if you so were if, you, if like, you're on here and you can, uh, Nicola, if you type, if you type us in Spanish, he's saying he can understand. I can try. It. He can read. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> listen, if, listen to me, Nicola. Don't give me something hard, though. If Gosh. you, if, he says, if you, yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> if you can type in Spanish, you're from Spain. If you type it, he can read it. Is what it is. In the mountains. I'm English, but live uh, in the mountains in southern Spain. Oh well, uh, must be schooling or something. Down. I was really hoping to get a. I get saved. A, I saved in Spanish. Now I got to go brush up on my Spanish tonight. That uh, if Innocent Joe's on here, he might know a little right. Spanish. I don't know. I'm in a Spanish rock band. Nice. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Spanish rock band. Pretty Is there cool. anywhere we can go, anywhere we can go listen to your stuff? If there, if there's a place. Post a link on here. If you'll post a link on here, we'll play it on the show. If you have like a link for your music. Now, here's the thing, Nicola. If I'm gonna do this, I need you to go leave. I need you to to leave five star review on our on our show, or not even that. Just if I don't like it and I roast you, <laughs> don't be too mad. But yeah, if you'll leave a if you'll leave a uh, if you will leave a, a link, we will absolutely let you guys uh, play you on here. But hurry, because we're about to – this episode's man. almost over. Oh, yeah, we're hour and ten in. Yeah, you yeah, almost over. Yeah, so, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a, a few fight stories, man. It was just – back in the day when we would go out, it was like uh, – uh, no, but never learned it growing up. Okay. Listen, Joe says, I know a little Spanish, but never learned it growing up. I guess everybody can read that, too. Yeah. That's on the – I mean, they're watching. They can see the chat. Um but yeah, I've got several got several fight fight stories. Back then, we would just leave the house looking for a fight, though. Like we wanted it to happen because, dude, I'm telling you, yeah. that feeling. What we were talking about earlier, when you get home after a big fight and y'all oh, won, dude. you beat the shit. Now, because yeah. if you if you lose, I don't. I, I've never had that happen where like we lost a bar fight and all had to go right. back. To, uh, that never happened for us. I'm not saying that it couldn't have, but it just didn't because mm-hmm. like, it definitely could have. Um, I was also intelligent about the altercations I got involved with. Like if I knew. Like, if it was an altercation where me and my crew might lose, like, that's a pretty dangerous right. altercation. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. saying you got to have your head on your shoulders. Like, for instance, that guy that you and Canyon, like, going around trying to pull chairs out from under people and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you got to have your head. I mean. Right. Right. You're going to get you're hurt gonna, doing yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. You go around. Yeah. You, you, you go around. Uh, uh, um, just asking around, for it. Yeah, yeah, asking for it like that. Sorry, yeah. I was really struggling there. Thank you. Yep. Um, if if you go around asking for it, you're gonna get hurt, man. Yeah, you're of gonna course. get hurt. So there's gonna be somebody somewhere that ain't gonna let you act like that. Uh, and that's honestly what happened with Crazy Dave at the loft. Was a guy acting like that. He was just oh, yeah. being a dickhead and was trying to start some shit. And Dave even tried to let him walk away. 
Is he do is he doing time for that now? No. He, um last I heard from Dave was uh he had robbed some dope boys huh. and then r- run off and nobody knows what happened to him. Hmm. He'll pop his head back up on Facebook every few months or something, maybe hmm. make a post. But I don't that's that was a rumor. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh what's that say? What's that say? I don't know. Cubola Aseri. No idea. I don't have an idea. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Thanks, Derek, for Thanks. proving Wes to yeah. be a fucking liar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking knew it. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> I don't know that one. Uh, but Oh, yeah. You start running around like that. Like, yeah. bullies got to go and check, dog. Like, yeah. Because we were always really good to people. Uh, I mean, there was times that, there was times that, like, I got put in some altercations over some gang shit or whatever that, I had actually had nothing to do with me because I was not affiliated. Mm-hmm. You know, let me just say that on record. I was in no way affiliated with any criminal organization, um, like uh, official gang affiliation. Um, I was, you know, I was never affiliated. I was never in with anybody mm-hmm. like that. But we had boys that run with us that were. And so there was times that we got our guys. They were a lot older than us, actually. But there was times we got pulled into, you know, we got pulled into that element. Yeah. And uh, if I could walk away now, 100% I would. One thing is, man, I haven't, I don't make as many stories. Like, all my stories now are, are like old stories. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me. I'm like, man, I, I got a. Uh, We're aging, man. We're aging, aging. It's on called The there. Girl on the Train. It's in Spanish. Um, yeah, if, if, if I like, uh, if, um, he said, I'm not bad, Jake. Um, I'm not actually sure what that's uh, in reference to. I don't but, know. Uh, Probably to your pronunciation of the. Spanish sentence. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Play the yeah, keyboard and the piano. She plays the keyboard and the piano. Oh, we're trying piano. to hear it. We're trying to hear it. Yes, yeah, send us a link. And that Cuban slang. Uh, okay, so Hey, Derek, by the way, you never accepted our follow. Like, I went to follow you on Instagram, but you ain't you didn't accept me, dog. What's up? <laughs> What's up, dog? I remember. I remember these things. I'll be on that Instagram sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, I, I would stay out of it at all costs. But, like, we'd go out back in the day and just look for it. We mm-hmm. were looking for trouble. We were trying to get into something. We were trying to, to stir something up. And a lot of time, we did. Yep. Like, if you go out looking for it, you'll find it. Of course. You go out looking for trouble, you'll yep. find it. Or if you just walk out, well, you walking around with that, like, just peacock chip on your shoulder walking around. You see the dude, that used to be me. It used mm-hmm. to be us. We'd be walking around the bar, walking around the club, which we were we were having a good time, too, though. We were clown. That's what, why mm. I think a lot of people ended up fighting us because we were goofy. Yeah, yeah, like we were goofy, violent dudes. Why, like we were, we could change gears just on a dime and ju- just go, and then just be goofy again. Like they were mad that y'all were y'all were having a good time and could fight. Yeah, like yeah, because we'd be out there having a damn good time. I'd be out there dancing on the dance floor. I'd be out there. I'd be. I dance by myself on the dance floor. I don't give a damn. Like, what you gonna do? Like, what's up? Yeah, I just kind of had that confidence, I guess, and and. I was looking for a fight, and I, but I'd be clowning and having fun and, mm-hmm. and being super goofy and loud yeah. and just, just you know, just clowning, you know, just cutting jokes and whatnot. And uh, he says it pretty much means what's good, homie. Oh, like, like, que paso? Like that? Uh, okay. It's kind of yeah, like, yeah, what's yeah. up? Yeah. So, anyway, that was definitely a, that was definitely a, a yeah, send that link again because we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. We're going to let Nicola, we're going we're gonna to check her band out. Uh before we uh on that before we finish up. Anyway, um 
Um, but yeah, that that I think that got us in a lot of fights too, because people were kind of like, man, I ain't, dudes ain't hard. Right, dudes out there goofing. Yeah, like they ain't out, they ain't out there mean mugging or whatever. But we had that chip on our shoulder, hardcore. And they find out real quick. That's yeah. that, uh, the the F O F O. You seen them lately? The the fuck around and find out. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just learned, man, pretty quick. Like you got to be able to change that gear if you're gonna go out and have fun like that. You got to change that gear because. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, She's having trouble putting that link on there. What? Uh, let me ask you this. I was going to ask about the boxing matches last night. Were they decent? Were they good? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the boxing matches I've seen here, it was probably seven pro fights, and they were all last night. Like, was all seven pros? There were seven pros, oh, wow. and then then there was like three Amies. Nice. And um, honestly, they were pretty good. Nice. Deion Nichols, he's like the number eight cruiserweight. He fought. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out. Of, he's out of Deontay Wilder's camp. He was the okay. main event, and he knocked the dude out. Like the second round, third round, chop chop was fought. Uh, he he fought Billy. Um, What's his name? Golly, um, Billy from over in Oliver's. Scott, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He comes over here and trains with me sometimes. I used to be with Oliver. He's with Charles now. God, I know you're dog. He's, I don't he's know like my home, he's my homeboy too. He's he's a cool cat. Um, but they fought. I don't know if I'm I can't remember Billy's last name. Um. I seen Jason was reffing. Yeah, Jason Aldridge was there. I mean, of course, I knew a lot of people on the commission and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know right. a lot about. Uh, okay, Pasta, um, what's going on? Yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll wrap it up right here, guys. Um, unless we got a link, we have a link. Waiting on the link. Waiting on the link. Oh, she said, "Can't you see it?" Okay. I Man, I really want to see this before we wrap this episode up. Right. What's the name of it? What's the name she of said it? it's. I mean, it's girl. It's called the girl on the train, but it's in Spanish. Oh. So, can you tell him how to how to spell the girl on the train? You fucking liar. No, I I can't spell. I can't. <laughs> I can't write it. I can't talk it and all that. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, YouTube might not allow it. Okay. Well, I tell you what, we'll check it out on our own. And uh, if you want to send it in a DM to our Instagram account, we'll play you um, next week. How about that? Send us a DM to our Instagram, uh, uh, the Mississippi Superman Instagram. And no, we know Billy Bob. I know we out here in the country, but it ain't that bad. What is Billy's last name? (laughs) Golly. As soon as I end the episode, I'm going to remember it. I don't know. It It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's a... He's like eight and forty-five as a pro, but La Chica yeah. del Train. What's it say? The girl on the train. Oh, uh, okay. Let's look that up. Look that up real quick, Mo. Let's copy and paste that. Me and me and me and Wes can chop it up for a few minutes while you look that up. Um, La Chica so, del Train. Anyway, but man, there's just something about going back to the house like a big old erection after beating the shit out oh, of somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. And everybody feels the same way. Yes. I mean, there's just an energy in the house. You get back, there's this energy, and we're all like, woo! We're just high-fiving each other. When you come from the club and you just got in a fight and then you get back, that house party after that, those are the hype house parties. Oh, my God. Everybody's just on that high. Like, like when you have that house party, they're usually not jammed. There's usually not that many people there. But that house party where everybody has to come to your house because you shut the, the bar down that you were at. Oh, yeah. Like the fight you were just <laughs> yeah. in made them have to shut the entire bar or club down. And now everybody needs somewhere to go and it's like eleven thirty. Yeah. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. that's the 
those turned into some ragers because now there's this energy. And usually there's fights back at the house. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. There may be more fights. Yeah, there's usually fights back at the house because now everybody's so hype for the fight that just happened at the club. That's what used to happen at Big Kahuna's back in the day. That's why there'd be so many fights in Big Kahuna's because I miss the, Big the, Kahuna. the, the bouncers had this energy because they were always getting in fights. The bouncers had this energy. of It was like Roadhouse, dude, like yeah. crazy. And the bouncers would have this energy of like um, – like trying to get into it, and then they would, they would, uh, um, how to edit a video. Oh, oh whoa, man. <laughs> uh, but we throw these big house parties, and sorry, the, the him looking that up is getting me distracted. Um, but we'd have these big house parties that, like, there would always be like many, many fights, after tons we, of fights after, yeah. yeah. Or I remember one time, dude, we had just gotten a fight one night, and we, we were going out with our homegirl's brother that night, right? Mm-hmm. And he was not really like our homeboy, but he had been there for a, a fight that I had just gotten into at the bar. And so we all go back to the house. Well, his sister is who always normally hung out with us, but she wasn't with us that night. She was like our little sister too, mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like she was like one of the homegirls, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, she decides, yeah, she was like one of the homegirls. She wasn't like our little sister because she decides to bring a dude home. And she wouldn't like our little sister because we didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, she's getting beat down all the time. Like, no, nobody cared. You know what I mean? Like, we we don't we did not give a shit at all. Like, we weren't super. Like, if if a dude tried to hit her or something, we were protective. Right. But we weren't trying to preserve her like virginity or anything. Like, we did not give a flying fuck. But her brother was there that night, and Leave he did. This is the band. Anyway, and we almost beat the shit out of the dude because he was there, because it was just like. Wrong night, homie. All yeah. right, let's let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's go. <laughs> Billy Dirt. <laughs> hey, look, if I don't like this, you ready. Gonna hear this too. Is this right? Is this right, Nicola? En aquel viaje where to get it then uh we will uh just put it in the comment section anyway thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the man up podcast it's been a great time uh not what i had planned but it was a it was a good episode 
had fun talking to you guys. Uh, thank you guys for help coming up with the content too. Um, oh, we missed we missed her little solo Ooh, coming up. Sorry. sorry. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok uh, under the Mississippi Superman, and on YouTube. Same thing. If you're obviously already here. Also, go look at the Mana Podcast on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.